morning, and thanks for joining us. This is a Tuesday morning edition of the Morning News on WSBA. I'm Gary Sutton. And I'm Chris Tyler. And this is our number two. WSBA News time is 740. Well, you know, it's time to get our pulse taken this morning just Good. to see if we're back in the swing of things. But I'm talking about financially. And to do that, we bring in Ryan Fox. He is the financial advisor of the uh, Gettysburg director of the Financial Consulate. And he's with us every Tuesday morning here on the Morning News uh, on WSBA. Good morning, Ryan. How are you? Hey, I'm great, gentlemen. How are you both? We're very well this morning, I think. Although you know, kind of, you know, you get away from your routine for one day, and you kind of have to, you know, reestablish again. It's kind of like holding the grass down to start a path. You know, you, someone's got to do it. So, <laughs> but uh, we're, we're, right there yeah. With you. yeah. So, what do you have for us this morning, Ryan? Well, we're going to talk about some of the key things in retirement planning to be aware of, and there sometimes they're pitched as mistakes to be avoided. But I like to look at them as things that we need to be aware of how we can start to plan retirement and not all of a sudden hit that wall and say, wow, I finished working, now what's next? And I think there are a lot of things that, that people need to be aware of. And, you know, one I thought I'd start with is really more of the, the touchy-feely side, but when someone goes into retirement, as it, whether they're a single, married, coupled, you know, whatever their situation is, sure. they need to be psychologically prepared to retire. And what I mean by that is so many of us identify our careers as such a major important part of our lives that it really becomes our self-identity. And then when we retire, that goes away. And sometimes there's a major void there that needs to be filled in some capacity. And we need to think about that ahead of time. And the other part of that is now that you're finished working 24-7, you're at home with your spouse, and you need to start to think about, hey, is this going to change the dynamics of what we do? Hopefully for better, uh, but you need to figure yeah. out how to fill in that time. Hopefully for better is right. And and the fact that we're living longer now kind of changes our plans, doesn't it? It absolutely does. And that's that's another key point, Chris. That's a great, great thought. You know, this idea of inflation. Right now, inflation is relatively short. Uh, you know, the, the numbers aren't, aren't real strong. But if a couple retires, say they're both 65, you know, the odds of one of them living into their 90s is over 50%. And when you think about how money is typically invested, we hear as you get older, it needs to be more conservative. Well, there's no argument that's the case, but what does conservative mean? It does not mean turning your back on inflation and saying, well, I want to stick everything in a bank account. It means understanding that your cash flow is going to need to increase over time for rising prices, and there needs to be an investment portfolio structured with a degree of conservatism, but also that takes advantage of inflationary factors. So inevitably, when one of the spouses lives well into their 80s or 90s, they don't run out of money. You know, Chris, uh, yeah. I'm Chris. Uh, yeah, you're That's Chris. Ryan. That's exactly right. Ryan, when, when you come to, I was going to say something to Chris, too. Uh, but, Ryan, when you come to that point in life, uh, I, I hear a lot of different people say, well, you need this percentage uh, for savings, this percentage to be able to do what you want to do. You know, a lot of people are looking at retirement a lot differently nowadays, and they're saying, okay, uh, we've seen 401ks and uh, we, we've seen different financial programs wiped out over the last five years in some cases. And people are saying, eh, how can I look at that now? How can I still do the things I wanted to do? Are there ways you can still do that after having been hit so hard, let's say, with the stock market? Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the first things we're seeing is people are extending their working careers by a couple of years. Yeah. And what that means is instead of retiring at, let's say, 60, maybe they're going to 63. Well, it means that they're having their, ideally, their peak earning years a little bit later in life. They're able to save and pay down some debt. Uh, but also what they're doing is delaying taking Social Security, so they're getting themselves a bigger benefit over that time. Right. The other thing is very, very few people anymore step away from work and never work again. 
more and more people are picking up part-time work doing something. Uh, it might be a totally different thing. They might work at a hardware store, for example, for a while. Um, and that fills in the gap for cash flow, too. So there are two strategies. And the other one is, you know, as you think about, well, I'm going to work a couple more years longer, that gives you a chance to defer a lot more income, too, because when you're in those golden years, you can tuck away literally over $20,000 a year if you can. That's a great way to boost your nest egg. How many people above the age of 50 are just not prepared for retirement? What's the percentage? you have any idea? Um, I would say probably half. Wow. And I, and I say half because there have been so many changes. I mean, the last 15 years, we've seen three or four major market drops. And as each of those has occurred, unfortunately, more and more people are being less and less interested in investing in the stock market. Mm-hmm. But I think the bigger thing is the day and age of the old defined benefit pension plan for corporations has gone away, where now when you retire, you've had your 401k, and hopefully you've done well. But they aren't guaranteeing you income for life anymore. You know, the Bethlehem Steel situations that right. cause bankruptcies and the airlines, they, they've wised up and said, we can't do that anymore. And I think the people in their 50s and probably even 60s right now are starting to see that more and more. And those younger know they can't play in all match. They've really got to be on their toes. Ryan, where can people go get information right now in terms of giving you a call or getting on the website? Sure, 334-1861 is the office here in Gettysburg. We'd be happy to talk to anyone. Uh, RyanFox.info is where people can do what we always recommend is a fair amount of research ahead of time before you call a financial advisor so that you're aware of how they're compensated and what their structure is. And also check the archives of this show as well because you've got those up there on a regular basis, right? Absolutely. We've got everyone going back to when we started about a year ago. There you go. Ryan, great to have you aboard this morning. Looking forward to next week when you'll have some great advice for us again. Have a wonderful week. Stay cool later this week. Thank you. Take care. Ryan Fox, the Gettysburg Director of the Financial Consulate, a fee-only-based financial advisory firm, WSBA News Time 746.